0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and of course a good summer as we are into the heart of August to welcome you once again to the house that happens from Chewy's Bar and Grill, the only place to be in suburban Etobicoke, four times best dive bar in the GTA, but we'd like to think it's the best dive bar in Ontario because we like to keep the vibe alive. Hi, my name is Cruz, and I'm Andrew Milani, and we want to get you through this deadening humid, black sky, don't know what the weather is by the hour as we watch whether or not people are pro, minus, or indifferent about these things we call sports. How you doing, buddy? Pretty
1: good. Just came back from uh, Mexico a couple days ago, Cancun, to be specific.
0: Oh, that's very good. I heard it got busier again. I'm glad you came back alive. No, that's just a joke. I don't (laughs) want to screw with the Mexican (laughs) tourism.
1: I mean, there was a lot of uh, military guys with uh, machine guns on the beach, which is just wild especially compared to here like
0: okay but that's a good thing they're thinking sure, about your sure. safety did you forget about like, him after a while
1: triggers, you know i've it's been like, to brazil
0: i get it but i'm saying the bottom line did you stop noticing him after a while
1: uh why well, i mean no the when you're at the beach you noticed yeah? Yeah, because it's so out of the ordinary, especially like uh, here in Canada.
0: When do you see guys like that A here? good libertarian like you or thought, my soul is protected. I'm going to get on the airplane and get home safe. <laughs> oh, yes. You know what I mean? You yes. weren't going to get raped by a, a, a female donkey or something. You were going to be all good. So yeah, how was your trip? <laughs> I'm glad you
1: said it was a female donkey. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I heard
0: in Mexico. You know what I mean? Weird shit happens there. I don't oh, know. Oh, my
1: God. Um, no, it was, it was a great time. Met a lot of interesting people, of course. Uh, a lot of Americans, which of course meant a lot of football talk.
0: I bet. Um, I
1: bet. So I'd like to shout out uh, Katie, Carrie, and uh, Lauren. They were part of a group uh, of, uh, it was a bachelorette party from Kansas City. Lauren was the girl of honor there. Had a lot of fun. Kansas so, City Chief fans? Of course. Okay. Of course. Patrick Mahomes. So when I met, I bumped into Carrie and Katie first at the pool. And you know, of course, I bring up football because it's you yes. know, easy, it's, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Conversation yeah. starter, and like the, some of the first words out of their mouths were how they hated Jackson and Brittany Mahomes.
0: Really? Yes. Like right up, like so that almost was almost right away. And they're Kansas City fans, of course. Oh, that's interesting because the homers are trying to protect their boy, well, sure. bitch slapping the people that are making it irritating. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and the one of the that's comments good. they had about Jackson, which I thought was hilarious. So they were just like, just, just come out of the closet, buddy. Oh, which, was, which I thought was funny because those are the conversations that me and my friends are having basically behind the scenes. Whoa, as
0: well. whoa! And then this is how You are in Cancun. You run into Kansas City fans, and that is the respect that comes to. Patrick Mahomes, significant people
1: around him. Well, I mean, his brother's in a little bit of legal trouble as well. Let's okay, not well, well,
0: okay, yeah, we're, we'll get to that later because we don't want to be bringing up indiscretions that aren't proven yet. Is sure, that, is that a, how we do it here? That was that Happens? Yeah,
1: we. Well, I, I would say the algorithm's going to hurt me if I start certain say a certain uh, R words. So let's say it's grape. He's uh,
0: okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's had some grape allegations.
0: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. I un- yeah. understand it. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we ran to, There's another bachelorette party group from Minnesota. For the life of me, I cannot remember the names of any of them, but I'm not sending them this, so I think it's okay. Uh, the striking thing about them was that there was one in the group who was from Minnesota, moved to Chicago, cheers for both the Vikings
0: and the Bears. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. You met a woman that cheers for the Vikings and the Bears? And the Bears. Does she have a pronoun? (laughs) Like, come on, really? If they were she, her, but. you know what? If they happen to be listening, and I'm going to listen, like to young lady, you know who you are, okay? So the oh, first, she's not
1: listening. So well, if it, so it in, in the
0: event any of her friends or someone remembers, oh yeah, the Milani guy, the house that happens, this up, I'm going to tell you right now, you need help, okay? <laughs> There's one of those hotlines on a sports show, not the gambling one, the mental health one. You give the a, a little call and say, "I cheer for the Vikings and the Bears." That's just pathetic. And you know me. Yeah. Disciple of the Detroit Lions, that even sounds more putrid than you can possibly imagine.
1: Oh, I can't wait. I got to bring this up to Brady, too, just get his reaction.
0: Oh, yes. uh, Brady in the house here at Chewy's, one of our faves. Yeah, but that's crazy, bro. That, Crazy. That like, was, like, how did you look this woman in the eye and talk to her with any sense of, like, I'm going to believe something that comes out of her mouth?
1: Well, I just, I asked her, strap, I'm like, how does that work?
0: Yeah. <laughs> how does that work? Correct, correct question. Um, yeah, correct question. I get you.
1: <laughs> uh, ran to a couple from Baltimore. Had oh. a lot to say about the Ravens. Cannot stand uh, Lamar Jackson. Really? Yeah, they're they're fed up with
0: him. Uh, he's an unpopular character, I hear, within the city himself. What if they say that they have somebody to replace him?
1: No, that wasn't. They're just they're just. Okay, so frustrated. here, you know
0: what? I wish I could have been there because last year was a little bit of management's fault. Because I think he would have played if he was under contract last year. I think those last few games, he was saying, "Well, you know, I got that." Well, that's a, you know. a two
1: way street, though. Don't there he, you say? Well,
0: I'm still gonna, I'm still leaning because now it took so him so long to, they had to go through all that drama yeah. to get all that contract. So what are the fans thinking? They're going to be pissed, of course, because he was your guy and he hasn't only one He's only won one playoff game, right? Yeah. Okay, so
1: they're going to be antsy, but listen—he's got a regular season MVP, but like, so what, right?
0: Oh well, you know what? If he gets him to the AFC Championship game, is that a good series? Big if. Okay, well, we'll, we're going to discuss that down the road. Continue, Uh,
1: and then lastly, the story I want to bring up is we ran into a couple. They're from Georgia. the, the husband was uh, originally from New York, big Jets-Mets fan, so okay. I, I threw out the oof at, the, at him. Yeah, <laughs> I would too. Yeah, uh, and then... Uh, and I didn't feel bad because the wife was uh, really sloppy and uh, dissed my mustache, so...
0: Oh, okay, that's... Uh, I'll remember that, too. You know, what kind of fandom is that? Doesn't she know about the house that happened? Shouldn't she give it more respect than that? I don't think she would have remembered if I told her. And, you know, your stash is well, well-groomed. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's very suitable. Thank you. It, it adds character I got your a lot visit. of compliments
1: on it, to be fair. I, I
0: think so, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, as, in, as Malani. and if anyone hasn't seen Andrew yet, you will see it'll be... Uh, Perfect. What would you say to accentuate the Milani clan? Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, you know what I'm saying. I'm glad you had a good time down there, and I'm not surprised. Did anyone talk about uh, game? Oh no, because they're all Americans. I wonder if the locals had any talk about. Because you know, one of the things what we we had a discussion about the NFL, and one of the people that could um, keep Toronto from getting a team is Mexico. Mm. So I was wondering if any, there's any talk on the street about football. No, that's good. So Toronto's in the front run. Just a lot Canada. of soccer
1: talk in uh, Mexico. Oh, so, oh like on the okay. S- ESPN the channels there, it's soccer, soccer, soccer. Like, Oh, League I One, know, I know. City, I, Up, okay. all of the, all the leagues. All okay, the
0: leagues. Yeah, yeah, I know. They can afford shorts and a ball. I got it. So that's <laughs> <Ouch>. all right. <laughs> all right, okay. We'll get to that in a minute because I'm going to say Ouch. something positive. But as we get our show going, I'd like to do a big shout-out to my son's baseball team called um, – zero bunts given (laughs) they uh ended their season rather uh how would you put it unceremoniously last night so they will no longer continue because the playoffs were not achievable i believe that's how it worked out but but to each and every one of them i thought that they uh they had an outstanding crew and uh, they may even let me try out for the team next year
1: Oh, what position are you thinking about?
0: Uh, mostly water boy, but I think I'm calling <laughs> myself the instant upgrade. You know what I mean? I was teasing a lot of guys in the team, so there will actually be three of us in the over or close to 60 range on the team. But it's a great, uh, great, great crew. Son, you did a great job. But I want to do a little bit of a tiny shout-out to uh, Jenna Lee Freeman. I always forget your middle name. Jenna. All you have to do is swing all winter because you people that get frustrated with your ability not to play as good as you want means you don't practice enough. Mm. So if you wanna play, you gotta go in between and I will see you this winter and we'll work on your game because if I'm going to come out of retirement, I want to be able to show you guys that I could hit that fence anytime I want. Correct? i might
1: have to join you at the batting cages. Yes, that's yeah. a
0: good idea. We'll go to the cages, work it out, and we'll do it. you know what I mean? So the, actually, house yes, the house that happens field trip. Yes, the house that happens. And we will talk about our swings. How does that sound? Sure. Okay, before I start the show, I usually like to start... Um, a couple of things that came across my mind this wing of the world of sports. and I was I just wondering, you know what, Andrew, you were thinking about him. You're relaxed. You're in Mexico. He's got a tan, people. He's looking sharp. I don't want to happen to ask him about anything personal that went on there, but it looked like he had a good time. But one of the things when we get in the world of sports is that sometimes you hear things that people say like, um, the guy took the money. Sure. He sold out. It's blood money. It's all this other stuff. Well, you know what? I heard this week or since you've been gone, and maybe I have brought it up, but I really want to expand about it is. The guy, guy I never say his right name, nappy, nappy, whatever. Mbabe. I mean how much flack he took from a lot of people in the hierarchy of sports for not taking that one-year money from the Saudi Arabians yep. and, and the Middle Eastern money. So tell me, how do we get this straight, buddy? If you take that, you get. Remember all the guys that took the live money at first? And Ronaldo, he went to Saudi Arabia. Sure. And all these people chirped about oh oh that means our civil rights and oh my god you ask the world and there's a lot of dust it'll get into your well, iPod but the
1: first one there's a line from Moneyball the first one through the wall always gets bloody right
0: ah point well taken you know what I'm saying so anyways I want to shout out to a man that decided that his uh, for whatever reasons it could be morally religiously uh, he doesn't like that much sun the flights are too long to get home I think that we should encourage like why would you like you can't have both sides you know what I'm getting at sure so here at the that happens, we respect that. You know what I mean? That the guy, he didn't take it. So I'm going to say I'm going to honor his belief. Like I mean, I don't want to be in his position because I know if you offer me that kind of money, I might have a different take on that matter. Well, it's a completely
1: it, different situation if they're offering it to guys like me and you.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> first of all, why would they be offering us that kind uh, of money that, in the first that, place? That would
1: be my first question. Okay.
0: That, in, in any event, we're on the, the moral on the moral side of things when you're talking about that because it brings me to another thing when you're talking about sports. I want to know what's your opinion on this. Is loyalty for losers it shouldn't be it shouldn't be shouldn't be
1: loyalty is a thing in sports that like really should be celebrated i I love those guys that like stick with one team their entire career right you know the joe sackicks the steve eisermans i figured you were
0: going to come that way and i appreciate that immensely but what happens when you go that that um Loyalty is now costing you like your salary cap or production in the lineup or Well, It's got to or- be a
1: two-way street. You, you know, you get, there's got to be mutual respect there, right? Okay, well, the reason I'm
0: bringing it up right now is because I'm, we're going to have to have a question about that, about my favorite team and concerning um, Carey Price and loyalty and where do we go in the future?
1: Carry Price is at the end of the road, don't you think? I think he's never playing for the team again. I don't think he's playing in the league again. Okay, period. so there you go. So yeah. I'm just
0: saying, like, how do we adjust um, what we do? Is it just going to go like the old salary cap or we'll put him here, or we put him there? or how, I, Like, you know what I mean? I want to make sure that my point being is that his loyalty is respected because he didn't go anywhere else, did he?
1: Well, I mean, who's going to take on that contract?
0: That's what everyone's going to say. But the last couple of years, that contract is going to be what? It's kind of been kind of, uh, for us. And I think we got two years to go on it, don't we? I believe so. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying, but um, what made me bring it up is I heard somebody, it might have even been on one of the loyal guys on Overdrive, who said, no, man, in this day of salary caps and t- player movement and agents making bad deals, that, there's, that loyalty is just for losers. And I don't want to say he was on the top of that list because is, uh, would you consider Le- LeBron James as a loyal type player? Or is he a mercenary?
1: I think he's a kind of made his name as a mercenary, don't you think?
0: I don't know. I'm saying he went back to Cleveland to give him a win.
1: Ah, for, like, yeah. He got his one and is like, okay, that's off my conscience. Off to L.A.
0: Okay, well, in any event, I'm going to be bringing this up because there'll be a few things coming up. I figure in the course of the season that things are going to happen, including, like, um... Three years ago, Dallas couldn't wait to get Ezekiel Elliott back into training camp because he was so freaking Mm -hmm. vital to the offense. And he's gone unceremoniously to your team in New England. Yes, he has. So I want to remember that uh, Andrew has said loyalty is very important. Loyalty is for losers. He says it's not. Cruz is going
1: to. I think that's a harsh sentiment loyalties for losers
0: i do too that's why i brought it up i figure at the house that happens we got to figure out where we stand on it and i'm not going to say i'm sitting it on the fence because i respect loyalty but i also respect money sure So you know what I mean. So where's the balance? I'm just saying we'll bring it up for another time. It's just some things we'd like to throw out there. Sure. You know what I mean? Food for thought. Food for thought. Okay. And as a food for thought, I'm not meaning to say what you've been doing because you just went to Mexico. You know what I mean? You're you got a job. I know that um, you're a social guy. You do some movie things. You got a lot Eh, going on. But But, um, in this dead time of summer, there are some things going on. So I'm just going to ask you a couple questions for. For example, um, how much World Cups women's soccer have you watched since, oh, since Canada has been
1: eliminated? Not much. I've been kind of following the tournament. I know who's in the final.
0: Okay, can I guess? I think it's England and Spain, right? It is. Okay, yeah. Because Spain's first got, appearance
1: in the finals.
0: Okay, but they say they're going to take it home to England because I just seen a blob in the. Oh my right God! Guys. England always says that. I know, but now they got the girls, and they're, it's like <laughs> overblown. I like to see it. You know what? England. I. I can I say this? England with with the World Cup is like Toronto is with the Maple Leafs in the Stanley Cup. Oh, is sure. Is there is there a parallel?
1: Yeah, and no. If 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 you're in there, well, well, like whatever. But if you're not in there, they're just like the most obnoxious people. I get that. Okay.
0: I didn't say it you did. You're a Leaf fan, remember that. Well, I mean, I, uh, the Leafs kidding. are
1: like one of like five. There's like five hockey fan bases, I would say. That, like if you're not in, you're just like these guys are the most annoying. It's like the Leafs, the Habs. Uh Habs, stop it. Yes. Yeah, oh,
0: you guys stop it.
1: you guys still think it's the late 70s. Stop, stop. it. <laughs>
0: okay, wait. Well, you guys are in the 60s. I guess you got the Dallas no, Cowboys. No, we're not. We, okay. We've been like beaten down. we okay. just annoying.
1: Uh Islanders, I would say. Oh, like, really? Oh, yeah. I say Especially, Dallas like, Cowboys. I'm I'm saying hockey. Oh, just, just hockey. Okay. Right okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. yeah. Uh, okay. Flyers so. are in there. I would say. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. And then uh, probably tie between Winnipeg and Vancouver.
0: Only because they're, they're, the further west you get, it's easier to hate. I shouldn't say that. It's just a West Coast thing. You know what I'm saying? But in any event, I'm going to also ask you this. How many games have you watched in the WNBA this summer? I mean, we've got nothing but baseball. And people said, you got nothing but baseball. That doesn't bother me. I watched baseball for like eight hours the other day. It didn't bother me yeah. for one second with golf on. But I forgot to turn on the WNBA. So, how much WNBA
1: have you watched this season? Oh, not much. I, I wish I could. This, this I was like, oh, this is the summer I'm going to try and get. I into remember it. that you yeah. mentioning
0: something along the way. And I said, you know what? I probably wouldn't catch nothing. Maybe some playoffs because my point being is. Playoffs are this, around the corner? Any second so? now. Any yeah. okay, second so that now. Might be okay, the time to get into it. Okay. Well, my point is this, okay? I know Vegas isn't first. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. My point is this. When we talk about the value of these sports and how we keep them going, why the professional hockey women's. Hockey leagues at its struggle here in Canada is this. I don't know how you generate your fan base big enough to generate money to keep your sports on this level i think the WNBA has a just an unbelievable uh, level of gratitude the nba for the amount of money that they pour into it to keep them alive you know what i'm saying which brings me back to which we'll be talking in the future when i talked about the world cup of uh women's world cup of soccer that the problems issues and the organization and finances will be coming up again in the very near future because now that the skin got tore off and not qualifying for the next round. People want answers. Sure. We'll be talking about this later at other times in the in the House That Happens. However, since we're on this great subject called soccer, we have something going on in North America that I'm not completely sold on just yet. But I have You're to admit there. I have to admit that there's something little. Different going on in my lifetime, I've seen it, and that's the arrival of Lionel Messi. Lino Messi. Lino, I don't see, I don't even say their names right, but I know that. Well, you don't is...
1: say anyone's name right.
0: Okay, yeah, not even my own. Okay, that's why it's one <laughs> word. It's just Cruz. It's easy to get to. It's kind of like Butch, you know, no meaning will get to it. However, Messi, what is it? Nine goals in six games.
1: He scored in every game.
0: He scored in every game, yeah, and he's got nine in total, correct? Is that how it works? So he has also got his team to something called this League of Champions? Yes. Okay, so he hasn't even, even, like, let me understand this correctly. He hasn't even played a regular season game in the MLS, has he?
1: I don't believe so.
0: (laughs) However, in Philadelphia the other night, when they played, because that's where this championship game was played, the tickets were on average were 40 some dollars I think they went up to an average of half a grand.
1: Holy. I could not uh. believe that the switch in the
0: pendulum. They were saying in Philadelphia alone that they have never seen a jump into. Now, a lot of things are jumping in price now because it's a new era. Just look at this whole... Uh, What's her name? The girl that's doing the six night in Toronto. I'm I Taylor should, Swift. Yeah, like those phenomenons, like the tickets are going crazy. So obviously, yes, somebody can move the needle. But in the MLS, the tickets went up that much at this venue. And to go on one of those snub hubs or whatever, it wasn't like you're getting $15 yeah. for lawns for Mastodon and freaking Gochira. You know what I mean? It's costing you, what is it?
1: Uh, well, uh, I was just going to say, like this is, uh, for a lot of these people, this is like a... What well, once in a lifetime opportunity to see the goat of soccer
0: live, and they say the ticket sales is continuing around the cities as he's going to go there, which I think is like, which is Aaron. I just want to know, um, I just want to know uh, what the Apple because Apple has not released the numbers of the amount of subscribers they're going to get, but people are smelling it. And you were just in Mexico, yes. And if they can only see Messi on Apple, I'm sure, and they've got a, that big guy that runs it. Is oh it yeah, like
1: I, I don't know if I mentioned this uh, on the top of the show, but a lot of pink miami messy jerseys were spotted in cancun put it that way
0: that's pretty crazy because i want to say one thing or at least
1: enough to be noticeable
0: i think it's one thing because that's just telling me that north america is satisfied with g league competition for a world-class player is that how this is working like come on Messi's playing against MLS. This just shows what a superstar he is. Like, what sure. level of soccer is MLS? I heard someone's like it's like the G League in basketball. Someone said it's like the AHL. And I said, okay, that's pretty competitive. It's the AHL sure. to be that dominant not that league there. So I don't want to throw... Like, uh, it's hard to
1: say where the MLS is in terms of, like, the hierarchy of, like, soccer. Obviously, it's, like, nowhere near, like, you know, La Liga the, the, or yeah, Premier yeah, yeah, League yeah, or yeah. Uh, City or any of those, right? No. But,
0: so where does it sit below there? The question is: Ronaldo has sniped off that whatever they're doing on the sand in the Middle East over there is and, better than and, what uh, they're Messi's doing.
1: Messi's former teammate Neymar actually just signed in Saudi Arabia as well. Oh, did he? Al Hilal. Yes, he. Uh, I believe is. Oh man, I, I can't remember the exact the exact his salary, but he's getting. I know as part of the deal, he's getting a mansion with servants. He gets an eighty thousand euro. Bonus for every team win, and fifty thousand for every social media post promoting Saudi Arabia.
0: What? Yes, that's minor, right? And I think minor? it's. it's like, young. I think He's it's like a hun- like
1: hundred mil is like
0: his. Uh, is oh, like that's his, that's your welcome to the jungle. Yeah. Is hundred mil? Yeah, or hundred euros. Euros? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Hundred. So he. Okay. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give you a hundred euros, and then we're just gonna back the truck up to your door. So you can't get out. Oh, yeah. And he's not that old, is he? No, he's not. So you're going to say that? I don't know. I've never seen... Have you ever seen a... Whatever league that it is they play over there? Where do they play in? Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, yeah, Qatar? Saudi Arabia, yeah. Just Saudi Arabia they play it's in? It's
1: a Saudi Arabian... Uh, yeah, their league.
0: But I thought they played in Qatar too, don't do they? Do they? That might be
1: a separate I don't league. know. I, I, I'm just thinking that. I wonder what the quality is, is. Soccer, it's usually like you stay in your country. I mean, there could be like... Like for example, in uh, Premier League, there's a team in uh, like in Wales, but it's still the, the English Premier League. Oh yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm
0: wondering if there's a team like in Qatar because they're close. Possibly, I'm not. Because sure. the flight I'm not 100% time, sure, the flight time to Bahrain or was it called Bahrain. Bahrain? Bahrain, Bahrain, whatever you call them Bahrain. Bahrain. I don't know. Yeah, you got to spit a lot when you say those words. I'm just it's saying. Like, say. um, I don't want to downplay the um phenomenon that is messy magic in north america as we speak okay but what i'm saying is an old codger and i don't want to throw any sand on it i have only thing is i've looked at it i've seen some highlights that go, that's a nice goal that's a nice goal i'm just saying i want to see the next generation are they going to pull up their socks high enough to make this something like you say by 2030 trudeau says there'll be no electric only electric cars and messy will be the number one sports there in north america i don't see either well, one we of got them to build the infrastructure
1: right it's not going to happen right away You've been
0: doing this since the seventies. I'm just saying uh,
1: this is But like really but really in North America the ball didn't really get to start rolling until ninety four when the US hosted the World Cup. That's when the ball like, really like starts to get moving. So you gambling. mean I, didn't,
0: I wasn't understanding what was going on. So in 1994, I was I was over 30 by then. So I guess it took me my whole life I wasn't paying attention to that thing called soccer. Oh, yeah. Like I got a lot it.
1: of North Americans. To okay. American. Okay. So that's
0: what I'm saying. I'm wondering if your generations are going to pull it up. Because I see a lot more people talking about the Premier League since I was younger. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying that I'm just going to be the old get off my lawn guy and saying that I don't scare, score – Personally, I think it's a drag that we we're we're so set in our ways this way. But Messi scores 17 goals tomorrow night in that game. I probably won't watch the game after, but I hope you guys have a, give yeah. it enough oomph that we can continue to talking about it because I am surprised at the level of soccer. You know what yeah. I mean? And, well, all, and look, I have,
1: I have a couple things to say about that. So, but so in terms of like the development, it's like really a grassroots problem, which in Canada I think
0: gotten better it
1: has gotten a lot better and I think a part of that is just like it, at least from the Canadian perspective like hockey's gotten so expensive yes where parents are just like anything else yeah okay <laughs> I, okay I, I got it too so uh soccer is obviously very intriguing you know That's, mm-hmm. you know, just need a ball really mm-hmm. and the, obviously you know cleats and shin pads and whatever but
0: sure it's in a ball come exactly
1: on. exactly oh, um and then for Messi one thing I want to ask you is do you think these other goalies are getting paid off to allow these goals in?
0: Oh, <laughs> zing from the house it happens. That's There's a question a, right
1: uh, on my dad's mouth, oh, by, the, by the way.
0: Mr. Milani, I'm glad you had that take because sometimes I wonder because you know that goal that he scored at first one that night that was Hollywood? Yeah. Like what was the goalie doing on that play? Having a smoke?
1: Oh, but that was off a set piece, though. That's a, that's a tough say. I'm thinking more about the one where it was like, the rebound or like off the post and whatever. Like that. And one, the goalie went
0: one way and yeah. the ball went the other way. I'm yeah. not saying nothing. That one looked a little sketchy to me, yeah. but hey, I'm yeah. not a soccer aficionado. But Mr. Milani, I will I will watch closer when Messi scores some of these goals. You know the, what I the, mean? The set
1: pieces I'm a little bit less skeptical on because like you have the best of the best, like literally like crossing those corners. That's that's a tough shot, even for like the best of the best in Europe, right?
0: Okay. So. Okay, I'll give it the benefit of a doubt. I'm just saying that I'm very, very uh, impressed with how much the Messi ma- um, magic is. It's, it's like, you know, a lot of the sports shows are talking about it. All the uh, sports shows. Yeah, and, are we and, kidding? And, uh, um, but how, okay, then, so how come the Premier League wasn't big enough? Because is this just star-driven now? That's why I say the sport won't won't go on because once Messi's gone, who's going to go to the games? Then you're back to square one. See, Tom Brady's gone. What are you gonna do with Tom Brady's gone? Oh, look, we got Patrick Mahomes. Oh, LeBron James is gone. I mean, Michael Jordan's gone. Oh, look, we got LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, Sidney well, Crosby's getting old. We got Connor McDavid. Oh, look who we just drafted. You don't think they're just gonna grab another guy from Europe, like another Yeah, but, star? It, but then it then it then it becomes like um, it likes when you got you, you left your coffee on the table too long. And you put it back in the microwave and you heat it up, and then you drink it again. It doesn't taste quite as good when you put <laughs> no. the fresh Bailey's in. You know what oh, I'm nothing, saying?
1: Well, very few things taste uh, that good after uh, being uh, in a microwave, the microwave. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. like pasta. That's like oh yeah, that pasta.
0: And, and if you do right with your wraps, which I got a shout out to my wife who's making me eat more wraps lately, which I'm loving because if you just microwave them sirloin tip. Wrap mm. with hot pepper okay. in, Oh, yeah, they're amazing. But in any event, um, before I lose my my, uh, tr- my train of thought, I'm just saying that um, I'm glad that the messy thing has got to this level. I'm just saying that me personally, um, I don't run to the paper to see what's going on, and I hope that you guys can sustain it. Mm-hmm. That's the big part about sustaining it. You know what I mean? Sure. Because if you don't, then, then it's like I say, you take away the one guy, and it's uh, you're back to where you started. You know what I mean? Which is a lot of the reason I'm thinking sometimes that um, the the MMA, as opposed to boxing, because is getting more popular because there's more MMA um, fights, and you have more names, but it's getting saturated now. Who are these names that we're going to get like that would really dry, draw us well, there? Well, that's the
1: thing, but that's a big problem with UFC right now. There's no, like, really— We Actually, me and my friends were having a conversation just about this in Mexico. Wow. We are like, who are the stars? Right,
0: because you watered it down. Watered it up. But you I know, wouldn't I,
1: even say that. Just like, like whatever. They had like Ronda Rousey and Conor McGregor. Uh, McGregor's McGregor
0: like, was there, yeah. But Ronda Rousey was a, was a fraud. You know, that beginning. Like, I'm glad that she got. Yeah, her but ass, she was yeah.
1: a name and a personality.
0: I like the other one that kicked her ass. The one that kicked her ass too. What's the Nuñez girl now or whatever her name? Nuñez. Yeah. Oh, she's
1: she's, she's sick. a beast. Yeah, yeah. So
0: she she's a really good fighter. You know that. But this just gives me a moment to before we continue just to say we should have a shout out to mr. Terrence Crawford who is now pound for pound the best fighter he ass kicked this Spence guy in that big fight remember I said we're not there nobody mm-hmm. ever talks about it and the fight went by because it was anticlimactic because he kicked his ass so badly what that round it, ninth round stopped it but he, wow. he and, and he's got Spence has got to re re uh um um, you know, uh, another fight in the contract if they exercise it, in the, but they got to exercise it by the end of the year, so to speak, kind yeah. of deal. And uh, everyone's going, who's going to watch this fight? He just got destroyed. So, it, what, my point being is that you got Messi taking a sport to this level. Terence Crawford is going to turn out to be one of the greatest welterweight boxers of all time in a level of Sugar Ray, of uh, Tommy Hearns, of, of Hagler, of, of the old uh, Sugar Ray Robinson. But nobody knows him because it took so long for those personalities. They let it, You know how boxing didn't let them fight? Oh, well, wait, well, wait, well, wait, well, wait. Well, wait. People yeah, forgot yeah. and where you are not today. So that's why you get messy magic because he's a personality around the world. Yes. I think that has more to do with it. It's more more him than the sport or anything. And to do what he's doing, how come we're not hearing about Ronaldo scoring three goals in one game in this Saudi league? Because where can you watch it? I don't. I wouldn't watch it anyway. No one That's knows. And,
1: and no one, even if you want to watch it, no one would know. Like, is it is it on the zone? I don't think so.
0: That's true, w- too. Maybe like football well, but or something. Messi, oh, I don't big. even know that, I guess. I don't know. I don't know enough. That's just too much for me. But Messi's getting seen, and they're watching him in Europe. People are paying well, attention to Europe.
1: Well, Apple a big streaming service. Oh, that's
0: true, too. That's, yeah. yeah, that's probably a lot. Back to the money, as we yep. were saying, like the whole nine yards. But speaking of money and the ridiculous things of sports, we we're both away. Now, I actually
1: want to tie uh, a little bit of soccer talk to Toronto. Did you hear who interviewed for the TFC head coaching job?
0: No, I didn't.
1: John Herdman, coach of the men's national team. Really? Yes. That's that's the word on the street. Really? Yes.
0: Do you think that he's, uh uh what would you say, an A-list candidate?
1: I would say he's a very good candidate. I mean, I, I'm... He I did some good for our national team. Men's and women's, sir. Men's
0: and, oh, yeah, when you come to think about it. I think it.
1: that'd be a welcome change, you know?
0: Well, considering the condition of the Toronto <laughs> FC... <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you got a good point there. You know what I'm saying? Which which is a perfect chance we should be segueing into the most successful team in the city, which we have yet to bring up today.
1: Yes. You know what I We'd mean? We'd be remiss not to bring up the oh, Toronto Argonauts. Oh, the... 7-1 and one, Toronto Argonauts.
0: Excellent game from Mr. Chad Kelly the other day, too. He got under duress a few times. I'm finding um, we had an interesting conversation about... um. um the uh quality of play to the nfl to the to the cfl which i shouldn't be brokered we should just be happy that we're playing cfl here in in in, in toronto the team's very successful
1: yes as as we're reminded by Serge on our nfl episode it's, it's just a different game yes yes, yes it
0: is and if you please have a chance there's a just i i hope somebody we must send that rant to the cfl because they would absolutely endorse chewy's bar and grill and Serge, which we right. now know is one of the official uh tailgate party bars in toronto is that so, right yes it is and they've that's had awesome pinball wizards been here the gm's been here a few of the players have been here so if you're looking for a great time tailgating for the toronto argonauts come right here to shooey's bar and grill correct Amundo. that's
1: right and before i forget we have a regular listener in virginia how awesome is that
0: off the charts okay now i knew you were going to tell me this so the only thing i can say about virginia is ralph sampson how's that okay that's good enough and and, and virginia tech how's that hey can hey, listen tell your friends tell your family we got a lot more because i know there's some people that should also be in maryland and west virginia sure. and what is it uh george is close by thanks for listening that's for sure
1: that's the most important thing we appreciate one, you
0: we appreciate the listening and speaking of listening I don't think that James Harden's been listening to what's going on in the real world. It must be some kind of fantasy he's having in his head to be, what's this man doing? As we're getting closer and closer to the start of the NBA season too? It's coming over. You were away when this whole Harden thing went down, yes, I believe, th- right? This came
1: up when I was gone, but I've been following it on social media, and I, don't, I thought I missed something. I'm like, what? Like, where's this coming from? First of you know, all, said, so I guess we should explain the situation. He's, okay, go he ahead. He was in uh, China. China, correct? yes, yes. Uh, he was doing a, like a little event there with, uh, he's Nike, Nike or Adidas, I always forget. I think it's Adidas. Adidas. Part um, of his
0: shoe deal is he goes to China and yes. he- and he's huge there. And he's, he's huge. He's huge.
1: Yes, he's huge in, yes. Um, and he basically says, Daryl Morey's a liar. And I'm never going to play for one of his teams again. I'm paraphrasing, but that's, a, that's the essence of it.
0: So wait a second. Last time I checked, he plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. And the last time I checked, Daryl Morley is the... General
1: manager or president. I can't remember which, but we're, it doesn't matter.
0: Of the Philadelphia 76ers, yes. right? So and I'm he was that. his
1: GM in Houston as well, where it was thought that their relationship was so strong, and that's the reason why he came to Philadelphia in the first place, right? Uh,
0: as the world turns. <laughs> Okay, I got that. So I'm just going to look oh, at Oh, it's the soap opera. Oh, oh. oh, it's the NBA. What were we oh, talking yeah, about? Yeah, of course yeah, it continue, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, Continue, continue. Yes, yes, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Hey, no, no, that's the other one. But anyways, that's better music. My point is this. You know what? It's getting to a point now is, listen, James Harden, if you're listening to us, and I know you do because you got nothing better to do than listening to The House That Happens, is, buddy, look at this, Okay. You were an MVP. You're a guy that couldn't let the ball out of your hands. You're a guy that was so polarizing that you got your team to the conference championships a couple times, and you blew it when you got there. Tell us. Let's go back. We don't have to bring up the numbers. We do not want to embarrass you, James Harden. Well, everyone remembers that 3-2 series lead. Oh, you got it. And then how did you play in those last two games? Okay, that's going to be nicely. So now let's just put it this way. Not only have you done that, you have forced your way out of two teams because you don't like the general coherent with which you arguably like 3 or 4. Okay, but now okay, but no he's a free agent when he left OKC, so that's different. No, he was traded. Or traded, whatever the
1: case <laughs> he was may traded. be, but but a lot of people thought that he was putting pressure on management. Whatever the case yeah. may be,
0: you could you you okay, we're we're going to say we'll just say the two obvious ones are just in our face right now. Sure. Okay, so now here's what happens. You've chased two people out of town. I mean, you chased two. made two people chased you out of town. You're demanding another trade when your only option was to take that $36 million player op buy-in because nobody was giving you that money Brother, you know what I'm saying. So now what you're doing is you're crying your way out because you think that another team is going to come and kiss your sorry ass for more guaranteed money. I wouldn't be so sure, bud. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think, of, first of all, at 34 years old, when people remember not your MVP but your massive playoff failures, who's gonna win? like, like, buddy? Do you look in the mirror? Like, who well, is your playoff is late. Oh, that one Used to be, of course not. Like, who were your agent? Didn't you look in the mirror? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the dumbest guy in the room of all? James, it's you. Look at what you're doing. Like, you James and the people market. in his
1: corner. Oh, idiots. I'm
0: saying that this is just so brutal. So I'm starting to believe this. And I heard a little tidbit about it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna start saying this too. There is another major star in the NBA who I happen to like a lot better than I like Harden, who is also trying to get his way out of his city after many years of being in one place where we say- That's right. He is actually questioning something that we said early when you think about it is, and that is, is loyalty for losers. Mm, okay, let's not say that in Damian Lillard in the same <laughs> sentence, okay? So maybe is this the general manager's finally pushing back and saying to some of these guys, Hey, I want out of here. Get me out of here quick as I can. I want an Uber. I want a first-class frickin' flight ticket, and I want to go to Miami. Well, you
1: should have told the owners to be a little harder during the uh, CBA negotiations maybe then.
0: And it's already been signed. Exactly. So I'm going, I, I you know what I mean? I'm. Is it, so Do you think it's got to be a big of a push pushback now? Because it's got to stop somewhere. Like where this do It seems know? like it's going to be futile, don't you think? I don't know. Like, they can hold out on Harden. And what's what Harden's going to say? He said he's going to hold out. Okay, so if you hold out, guess what? You know how much money you're going to lose? First of all, he's never going to get that money back. No. Then he's going to have to go to the CBA because the, how's the union going to back you? Like, who's held out not gone to a camp in the NBA since when? <laughs> Since what? Under contract. Under contract. That's what I'm talking about. Under contract. And the
1: team, the team can sue him for that too, can't they?
0: Oh, it's it's going to be bad, 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 bad. James Harden Brown or whatever that song is. But I'm saying this is one of the most ridiculous things I've heard in sports in a long time because Harden, you made the bed that you're going to lie in now, man. I wouldn't sign him. But here is the oh,
1: he's looking toxic right now. Oh, he's
0: always been looking toxic, but people befo- super toxic and extra toxic. Okay, so whatever is going on down here, let's remember this. 80 to 90% of all trades made with these major t- teams, the team that traded that guy got the worst end of the deal. Yeah. That's 80-90% of the time. So you're talking trading Kevin Durant. You're talking trading a LeBron, you're talking about trading a Shaq. You're talking about whoever. Oh,
1: trade that's when Harden got traded from OKC. What did OKC get back
0: i think they got a couple of old jerseys and a signed autograph ball by walt frazier
1: maybe a pair of socks too some
0: i think the socks (laughs) were the throw in i'm not really (laughs) sure so i'm saying no but there's a better way to look at this situation mr milanian and you know where i'm going with this because there is a general manager in the front row that's sticking his nose into the air of james harden just to get a scent Okay, and you know who this general manager is, don't you?
1: Oh well, I mean, you told us during our meeting today. so... What city is he living? <laughs> what team is this? I believe it's our city and our team.
0: Okay, wait, wait. So no, that's okay. Deal's over, <laughs> Messiah. If you ever listen to me right now, the deal, <laughs> the deal is officially over. Wait, hold on. We if, have our own toxic problem here in Toronto, though. Okay, so what are you gonna do now? Okay, here, here's the word on the street. So we let's take a look at this. We should have traded Siakam already, in my opinion. I've been on the air, I already said. So he signed think that's in now. Worked on. Oh, but he's being a bitch now because he signed he's in being and, a bitch. and I love Toronto, but I'll only get traded to these teams I won't sign. Okay, that's okay, which is another one of these NBA players yeah. getting too much juice bullshit. Okay. And now someone says that there's no way when you get a damage good like Harden, you will not give up a Burns and an Obi or a Siakam for him. No way! You know that because he's he's damaged goods. These sure. guys are all there, and you know what? The only good thing is I say is Masai. Did you throw Gary Trent? <laughs> sure. All right, and his car, and his parking attendant. Get him out of here. But I'm saying, is this a way that maybe Masai is going to get? Uh, Atlanta to juice their deal because they've been talking about mm. their interest. That's just the crew's take on it. I'm saying okay. maybe that's just you're sticking your nose here because New York's a little bit interested in a shooter like Siakam. Okay, so does this mean that Masai's very sly in thinking now? If there's some like way, 3D chess. Maybe we don't know, but I mean, you know where I'm going with this? Because the last times, and, and let's not even let's not let's go somewhere. First of all, this is no Kawhi. There's yeah. no Kawhi. There's not even the same galaxy. we got Kawhi coming off an injury, but he was just close to being an MVP in San Antonio for winning the championship yeah. there. Yeah. And he had, and people weren't trusting him because it was a health issue and it was the end of his contract, so let's just see if we can help him. So at the same time, at the same time, it is at the end of, of Harden's contract, so he could be coming off the books next year too, so it fails. Yes. You know what I mean? But we shouldn't give up anything for him. It should be drafts, money, whatever sure. happens to you because he's damaged good. Agreed? Sure. But anyways, our main thing with the house that Happens says, you know what, Harden, we hope that you rot. You know what I mean? Nothing against the guy personally, but it's got to change because we the fans pay for it. You know what I'm saying in the long run? Sure, sure. Okay, now speaking of we the fans and what we pay for, we should sure. also be talking about how much pay is being done to these rookie quarterbacks who are going to be thrown into the Wolves in the NFL as they have been doing for no time ever in my life. You know what I'm saying, here, yes. bro? Yes, so I believe there's three rookie quarterbacks set to start this season? I don't know if there's at all been a claim, but I just want to cut to the chase on the first one that matters here, and I might have screwed up on my fantasy Richardson league. was the big announcement for the Colts. Oh, out of the box. Now, now, now wait a second here. Here's what I'm going to say now. Um, when you do something like this, is this the chance that you could just be, like, doing something that's – okay, if, if the guy comes out and he's a Peyton Manning or something like that, you know you're going to get it here. But here's what's going to say this. Um, in the last few years, I've seen this more than ever. And Peyton Manning's day—go back and I'm going hear how many rookie quarterbacks were drafted that year and how many started right away. Probably Peyton and the only one that was here. So we're starting to do it in the last few years. And look what's happening. Let's look at some of the roadkill. Uh, I'm not going to watch the documentary because he's a rich kid and I don't know what went on. So Johnny Football, what's he doing lately? Okay, enough said. If you ever hear of a guy named Ryan Leaf, oh, well, I'm that's just way back. Up. Okay, okay, yeah. we got a Ryan Leaf. Okay. Now we got the carcasses around the league. Like, um, um, first of all, Kyle, Kyle, uh, Kyler Murray is injured. Um, Josh Rosen, where's he?
1: Haven't seen him.
0: Okay. Um, Sam Darnold is third on the depth chart for who? <laughs> and Michael White is now the backup. No, I'm not a lot singing in a Zeppelin tribute band here in the city. Not that Michael White. But now the backup for one Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Okay. So what I'm getting at here right is here is that this Tyler Richardson guy for the Indian o- Not
1: Mike White, it's um what's his name? Zach something, is it? Zach it? White.
0: I don't know. Whatever the guy yeah. in New York is. He's still I, there. I watched some of
1: Hard Knocks. I shouldn't have this. I caught some of it down in uh, Mexico. They had okay. it on. Oh, did they? Yeah.
0: Is well, that's on HBO, right?
1: Yeah, but yeah, I guess the ESPN was showing it in Mexico.
0: So oh, okay, whatever yeah. the case may be. What I'm getting at is that some of these great talents that they throw out there too quickly get eaten up, and we never see them again. So I'm really curious at this time. Like we know that the Bryce Young and, and the C.J. Stroud, where are they coming from and where are they are. But this the the, the the Hooper guy from Tennessee, we're not showing the Levi guy who got drafted later. They're not starting yet. I'm saying that there has to be some kind of correlation to that. If you let the guy. Read a breathe a little bit, like Patrick Mahomes didn't play immediately. Okay, Aaron a lot Rodgers of guys got, didn't. Okay, Eli so
1: Manning kind of sat on the bench. Okay, the there the you go. Right.
0: Thank you very much. So, what do you? What is your pro, your process now? What gets me in this is okay. Not only this Richardson guy. Did you see him at the combine? I seen him play for Florida. I liked him here then. But let's cut to the chase here. How many snaps did this guy take in college? Oh, not that many. Okay. Cam Newton was the closest, but Cam Newton nearly played double the games.
1: Yeah.
0: It wasn't that Cam Newton played double the games of this guy. Sure. Okay, and Cam Newton came in, and he was a storm in the league, and I believe that this guy is going to be that kind of a, a – because of his size. He's a big boy who can gallop and throw. Okay, he's not very good at, with his accuracy yet, and how much coverage does he know to learn in the NFL that they could just give it to him? I'm hoping he's succeeding.
1: You know yeah. what I'm saying, Andrew? I don't
0: want to. I don't want to be the guy that uh, pisses on this Richardson's guys' parade because I love these kind of quarterbacks. I love the way they play, but can't we just give them a little breathing room? Yeah, you know? no, I agree. You know what I'm like, saying? It's, I think the idea
1: is that it's supposed to be like an investment in the future that you're playing these guys right away. But then, like you RG3? said, RG three. Exactly, it ends up hurting these guys in the long. But like Richardson, like he's he's phenomenal, like as athletically. Like oh, he, he's, he's a specimen, right? Oh yeah, we're gonna. He we're- could be the exception to the rule here. I'm more worried about a guy like Bryce Young.
0: Oh, you know why? I'm I'm worried. He's about the him. number
1: one pick. I understand there's probably a lot of organizational pressure in there to get him in there right away i agree but he's what 510 i believe
0: well then if you're going to get hit at 510 today you're going to get hit 510 in two years from now that's what people say but i'm looking at it this way i'm talking about learning the coverages so you exactly. don't get blindsided exactly. you know where to dump off now i do understand that the way that uh, carolina is designed with the veterans like they have no true number one no they've been DJ, dj shark they got that tight end guy that they drafted for the Hearst guy and whatever, and they got, I forgot, a couple of other supplementary pieces. That, so he can be set up so that he's not going he, to have to go bombing it downfield to win the game. Mm-hmm. Like he can be a, they don't want to call him a game manager because he's there for, <laughs> you don't call your number one overall, pick a game manager. No, but that's, what, that's bad news. But they're going to make him be a game manager to learn the game. You know what sure. I'm saying? Which is not a bad thing. So that's not all on his shoulders. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking. And I don't want to say this too loud because fantasy football friends that I'm in the league I'm in, and know we'll make no rules until the game we get there, guys. I'll i mention at the end of the show. But in any event, what I'm getting at is that um, um, if you take this guy, that, that, like I should have saying, he, he, how how is he like in a Sorry, get confused here. If you were to take him high in the fantasy list, okay, and he gets whacked out, what are you going to say? Is he re- really ready for the game, or do you sit him on the bench in, in, a, in a league that we have? And that's just fantasy talk when he had come up. The real deal when it comes in real life is we've had the RG3s who got hurt, and he was just as a dynamic as this, Taylor, this Tyler Richardson guy. Remember RG3?
1: Yeah, but he was very thin.
0: This guy's that's big the, and strong. right? Well, he, he's, he reminds, more Cam- he's more
1: Cam Newton, more than that. Mold. What do you think
0: about the C.J. Stroud guy down in, in uh, Texas, down in Houston? You know what I mean yeah. for the Texans? You know what I mean? Like he, they, they don't they have a, they have a weak O-line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then there's the guy, the, the Hooper guy. Where where is he going again? He's getting some rave reviews where he's going and he was drafted what? I forget in the second round, the guy from Tennessee. And uh he wasn't playing no pro offense. I'm just saying is that um Part of this is because you know the salary cap that you are talking about. You got these guys under the contract, and every time I turn on I hear a sports show, I hear, "This is your window to win." Because eventually, when you pay your quarterback, you got to pay everybody else, and you won't have the old line, and this guy's not going to do it. And... I
1: mean, Kansas City's kind of throwing that
0: formula out the window, don't you think? Well, because because Mahomes has pulled back on his contract, and they keep rotating guys pretty quickly. Like uh, like um, who went out the door there? Tyreek Hill isn't yep. here anymore, and uh, Kareem Hunt. Who was one of the original guys back there? He's trying to get a job as we speak. Um, they got that kid, um Isaiah, oh, what's his name? He's only a Pacheco? second Pacheco, yeah. And he's only in his second year, so they yeah. can they can run him into the ground like they do while running back. <laughs> so they've got a clever formula. What I've noticed as Kansas City has done more is they paid more for their O linemen. I think I, that's a smart move. Oh, I do too. Over time because
1: you, you have a good O line, your running game's generally gonna
0: be strong as well, right? agreed and not only that you the first thing is you're protecting your number one asset which is quarterback your quarterback so i'm going how can you protect your asset when he's a rookie and he doesn't know the game and you got a weak old line (laughs) just saying yeah just throwing it out there so here's my call of the year and i don't want to say this that's why i got confused because i have smoked a little bit this game and it has affected my thought patterns during the course of the game my call is jordan love is going to be the sleeper quarterback of the year because he's had time he had the big time talent and he sat on the bench for three years and he watched aaron Rodgers. and that's the formula for a successful quarterback so i shouldn't say it too loud but when i'm in my fantasy i'm
1: surprised especially considering you're a lions guy that you're I have to say it because for I a, the, can't hackers boy here. I hope he
0: doesn't. But I'm saying like I, I can't say I can't give you a formula and then turn around and see it in my face and say, oh, I better ignore it over here because I, it's in my division.
1: Have you seen enough from Jordan Love to really say that he can be that guy, though? Because even like in the small spurts, he has Jared been-
0: Goff three years with what's his name in Ram uh, the Rams of development. Was that development man for Goff? Look at him in Detroit now. He's poised. He's like he does not look like the quarterback he was in in L.A. That's fair. And not only that, he uh, he was already in a Super Bowl. Yes, he was already in a Super Bowl. He looks more poised in Detroit now than he's ever looked in in Rams. So was that his development time? Which what's the coach of uh, the Rams' name? I forget his name. Ah, the coach. McVay. Yeah, McVay. Sean, McVay. Sean McVay. Thank you for the three years of development for our Detroit Lions. You know what I'm saying? because he seems to be a more complete quarterback sure. now. You know, and when and they're, and, they're, and, we're, and I don't want to bring it up because that's just me knocking wood because I'm a disciple of Detroit line, and the hype's been a little bit too loud around them right now, but we'll get to that later. In any event, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 hoping that these rookie quarterbacks are successful, but but uh-oh. But and nothing good comes after but. I'm think they're pushing them a little bit too quickly. Okay, first of all, the the um the reason I say I'm going to push it quickly is, first of all, we got to worry about their size. Can they get away? They've never taken a hit in the NFL. I'm wishing them all luck, and I'm hoping Tyler Richardson's an amazing, and I sometimes wish I didn't give up my number one overall draft pick now because I could have had him forever. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You know what I'm getting oh, yeah. at? Um, there's a couple other things that are kind of weird in the NFL right now. What do you think of some of the free agent running backs that are still sitting around? That we were talking about, remember we were saying like, where is it yep. going? Like, um, Delvin Cook did end up going to the Jets. Yes, I saw that. Okay, but for less money than he wanted to take.
1: Well, that's <laughs> like every other running back right now, basically. What do you it's think about? I mentioned it
0: earlier about your buddy now Ezekiel Elliott, who was everything in. The, in remember, just a few years ago in Dallas at camp. Oh. This time the, the scream was, "We gonna sign Ezekiel." You know what I mean? Is loyalty for losers? Well, I'm happy
1: he's a patriot.
0: I bet you were, and I bet you're going to use him, him. and
1: Stevenson as our running backs.
0: Oh, and an interesting point came up. You know that um, Ezekiel Elliott is one of the best blocking running backs. Yes, in the NFL, you don't think Bill Belichick is chopping his lips at a guy like this? <laughs> I predict
1: that. And we have a real offensive coordinator this year too. So look at that.
0: I believe that Ezekiel Elliott will catch more balls. That's going to be. I should keep that for the thing. One of my my takes is going to be. Ezekiel Elliott is going to catch more footballs this year than any year in his career. Say that again. You said that a little quiet. Ezekiel Elliott will have more receptions as a running back as any season in his career. I love it. I love
1: it. Is Mac Jones going to be able to find him, though? No, Mac Jones is going to be okay because you guys are
0: building on Guys, you got Stevenson, eh? and he didn't run well last year because, you know, Belichick's old school, he defines it. Have defense in an O-line. Yeah. You, you start with no, those I two don't. elements, you know what I mean? And New England's got them it's both. It's been their bread and butter forever. Yeah, but you're in a tough division this year. <laughs> you're in a tough division. A lot We're last see years, there it's yeah. gotten tough. You know what I mean? I'm I uh I'm still saying I think it's 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 sad like Kareem Hunt like he's just signed with the, the New Orleans now. Look we're doing what we are talking about here and Jonathan Taylor is still getting treated like last week's newspaper in Indianapolis even though he is back in camp. Yeah. Because everybody knows you you're missed a snap so that's going to affect your play. Oh, and, sure. You know what I mean and and missing Playing money. Catch up. Yeah, and then what about with the money part of the game? Uh big shout out to the um running backs in the nfl and i do think that in the near future that we should have a show because it's ending that about what the house that happens has to say about their 10 greatest running backs of all time i think that should be in the show in the future don't you think i definitely do think so we may have guests at that time you will go on there but now that we're this far into the show we've saved everything else for the what do you want to call it the elephant in the room All the stuff that's going on that makes summer happen because it's the only thing that's going on. And we've taken all this time to talk about all these other things when really what I want to talk about is MLB and the baseball playoffs are coming, bro.
1: We are three quarters of the way through the season.
0: Mm -hmm. We got lots to talk about here.
1: Pendant chase, pendant fever is almost officially on, I'd say.
0: Okay, so before we talk about anything, full disclosure right now, I want to buy a Kakuchi jersey. Immediately, I want to say that when I say him, I'm going to buy him his favorite um, noodles or whatever that is, is the, the dish that they say he eats. I'm going to take him out for a beer. I'm going to ask him if there's any live band I could turn him on to and say sorry for all the times I said, has this guy gone to the bullpen yet?
1: I just want to give him a big sloppy kiss right now, though he's been pitching uh, oh so well. Oh
0: my god, you see. And you know what? Still, though, and we're going to get to this in a minute. We we said earlier that the Toronto Blue Jays were not going to make the playoffs, right?
1: Yes. Okay. However,
0: (laughs) there's a back door. There definitely is. There is a back door. So, as we speak today, we're just
1: going to get right to the elephant in the room. Then,
0: first of all, what do you think of the Toronto Blue Jays of late? They're they're still the, the nonsense team that we think that they are.
1: They're they're holding ground. Okay. and uh, what, that's the best I can say okay. about the so they I mean, they're, like, Kikuchi's been fantastic.
0: Oh, he's unbelievable. And you know what? And, but I'm still saying we got four number twos because look what our, our number one did last night. Yeah. Okay. And he's going to do that every six or seven starts. Sure. And our Just number He
1: doesn't do that in the playoffs.
0: Well, we got to line him, Barrios, and Bassett up, who all can do that on a given day. That's what worries me. And Kikuchi's going to be our, our star then. I want a big, big shout out to, to Ryu. Ryu. For pitching as well as he does. And listen, Alex, we miss you, but I think that you're not coming back up for the rest of the year. No, or he's done. Or he can be a September call-up.
1: I wouldn't use him on him. Because really? you only have two now, remember? Okay,
0: then no, then we can't use it. So, Alex, wouldn't. I'm really sorry that this season fell apart for you. So go down to the minors. and All you got to do is get in shape. Is everyone knows that everyone, you know, he hasn't lost velocity. He hasn't lost all the things that's made him Manoa. What his loss is his mechanics yeah, due well to his weight. Yeah. He has control due to his weight. Okay, come on. We all know it. So let's go down there. But let, now we, we can't be wasting time on Alex Manoa because. Now,
1: I want to ask you if someone had sent to you before the season, Manoa's going to no. have. <laughs> okay, nope. man. Mano- Manoa's going to have no. this garbage season, yet no. the Jays are going to have four pitchers in the top 17 no. in ERA.
0: No, and I wouldn't even. Okay, I'm glad you were going down this road because I'm. I, we're going to talk about pitching for in a the second. American League. I should if say you second. had told me that Vladdy would be whatever Vladdy's been this year, and he hasn't been bad, it's but, been okay, a, it's
1: been a kind of repeat of last season, which I was hoping. Okay, maybe this is him yeah. for his career.
0: We don't know. He's still going to drive in 100 RBIs. He's still going to hit 30. He should, his batting average should be higher. He's still got a hell of a yeah. lot of walks. Okay, but the two boogies and but whatever you want to call them, that I've been bitching about all season is, it's still the same. When are we going to have a regular lineup? And number two, when are these guys going to learn to hit? Now, I want to give a shout-out to Ver show the other night for hitting the big yeah. home run at a time in the game when we needed a big home run from a punch power hitter from the left side of the plate because we have none. And I heard all these guys say about that righty lineup that we're supposed to have, all you morons that are supposed to be analysts and know everything about baseball, you're wrong. We needed a left-handed power hitter yes. and with that could play some defense at any position. And what do we do? We went out and got some guy that can not hit a lick that can play shortstop when we got six different guys playing infield.
1: Yes, his name is DeYoung, and he's our <laughs> starting shortstop bows out.
0: Didn't you think that was disrespectful for putting them there so much when we had Espinal? Maybe we shouldn't even have traded for this guy now. I understand we had shirts, but look at it. Muirfield this week said he'd get a gold glove if you left them there every day at second base. And every time I look at second base, Biggio's standing there biggio
1: has been having a hot bat, though, so you got to put him in the lineup.
0: Okay, I agree. But is he a second baseman? No, because he's going to make an error in the outfield. And it goes with that yeah. the other night. For every one of those great plays that Mur- uh, Murfield played, did you see him misplay the ball last night? Yes. Okay. Making the- that basket catch. I thought, I'm sucking. You know what? I'll take I'll take Gurriel's defense Agreed. back just to Agreed. have his bat in the lineup. So, sorry, Lourdes Gurriel. When you come back, I used to make fun of your defense. I'd take his defense right now. Because I've seen a lot of his defense in the last few games. However, better? however, mm-hmm. let's just put things into wait, wait, context. What do you mean you've seen his defense a lot? What does that mean? I've seen like the play that Murfield made last oh, night. Oh, like you're saying for the West replacements on the Yeah, but, on yeah. The yeah okay, I've seen okay. I've seen a few uh, rather um auspicious yeah. plays by supposedly better defenders.
1: Yeah. No, I, I can't believe I'm saying this like especially like what I thought before the season, but I'd much rather have Murfield at second base than at left field.
0: And I'd rather have him at left field than second base. Merrifield? Yes, I don't think he's a great second base. Okay, maybe we need I to think, see him. I
1: think he's a worse left fielder.
0: Okay, good then he says he's a better second baseman. Is I that believe, why? I that believe to him. Cover I don't
1: know about the Gold Glove, but I believe uh, he's a better second baseman than he is. Uh, okay, so here's there. my here's my
0: thing then. Put him there for fifty games straight. Every other team is getting their lineups there, which we're going to go through in okay. a minute. I mean, well, the team's obviously not built
1: that way. I mean, we're going to do okay, it. Okay,
0: so point? in what way are we built? Okay, now we're going to get to either build because some important things I've, I've talked about all year, and we're going to get to them in a second. I'm saying this the Toronto Blue Jays are going to, they've got 40 games left. Okay, Bo's coming back. I think that Bo better come back and hit right away because we've been been—we've had a modicum of hitting. But look at the other night. We won 2 1. Yeah, one. He's
1: going to start in a shortstop tonight in a triple A. Yeah, okay. He, he DH'd yesterday. And he had tonight. a single and a double. He had a good game. Oh, yeah,
0: oh, yeah. Well, that's going to be good. But listen. A guy throws the ball and hits Biggio's in the foot, we win. Oh, gee, that's a that's good offense. That's going to get us in the playoffs, right? Hey, can you hit anybody other's foot in the eighth inning with the bases loaded? Ah, is that, a, is that a scoring play? Stop it. Come on, you can't hit If this team ain't hit, we're going nowhere. That was brutal. And how many games have we had? Like, we're going to go to this, okay? First of all, let's just say this. Let's look around Who's going to win what? Like, who are the playoff contenders right now? Let's go around the league, okay? Minnesota looks like they're going to win their division, right? Yeah, but they're going nowhere in the playoffs. Hold your horses. Just want to say that. So we're going to say that. we got a dogfight out west. I think the Houston's going to chase down... Texas oh, you're is. changing
1: your tune there. You were talking a little bit smack about the Astros early on. I had okay, to defend I, okay, the big okay, bad guys. Okay, we're,
0: we're going to get to that, okay? So we're, we're going to get to that. And we know what's going on in the American League East. I'm still predicting right now that Tampa Bay is going to make the playoffs. Now, if you move over to the National League for a minute, Ooh. you're, you're going to see that. You think
1: Tampa Bay is going to make it? No I, oh, think okay, gonna, okay. no,
0: I don't think they're going to make it because Seattle's coming. We're going to talk to them in a minute. But anyway. Surging Seattle. Way back at the beginning of the season, I said the most important stat at the end of the season, and you have disqualified it during the middle of the season because it wasn't working out quite the way that we thought it would, As I said, the cream of the crop will rise and beside them will be a little stat called quality start.
1: Have you looked at the quality starts of, of all thirty teams?
0: I'm about to say. Let's have a little discussion about okay, what's okay. going on with the teams that are now. There's some anomalies, and we still got forty there's games to It's not quite it, it's linear. It's not quite it's okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get into this. The number one team in the in the central division is the Minnesota Twins.
1: A weak division, but yes
0: still have 61 quality starts by my guesstimation is number one in the in baseball number one team with quality starts sure, in baseball sure. and what place are they in they are in first okay but here who are they, we who go are they pitching against oh we're you. gonna get to this in a minute <laughs> we're gonna say this who is leading the central division i believe it is the milwaukee bluers have climbed up right yes and who has chased down a spot to right behind him out of nowhere? The Cubs. Okay, look at this. The Brewers and the Cubs. 50-some quality starts. with so puts them in the top 10 easily in baseball. And where are they? Either one of those teams could win... The division And both of them right now are in the playoffs, in a, in a quality start, because our good team Cincinnati, who is really having a good time there going, they only have 35 quality yes. starts, so I don't think they're going to make it. Oh, by the way, here's what we should also be looking at. Minnesota has a 3.92 team ERA. Um, the Brewers are 4, which is respectable. The Cubs is 420, but then they were such a brutal start. If you're going from the second half on... They've got one of the best team ERAs. I think you need to put your phone on silent. Oh, yeah. I got a brand new phone, people, and I don't know why it's doing that. I got to turn it off. But anyway, let's continue. Baltimore, surprisingly, number one in the American League. 49 starts, which is around the 50 quality start you need to be in the club position, okay?
1: Now, that's... The most shocking because I know before the oh, season, we we're saying, does Baltimore have the pitching? Oh,
0: okay. And, and here's what they're doing. You know, we're just going to get the other thing about what about your rotation? Now it's coming down to the playoffs. They've got Gibson, that Kramer guy, and Bradish. All three of them guys are at 130 innings and they're all young horses. Yeah. They're coming down the track and their team ARA, which means bullpen's is okay, is 412. Yeah. They got a 412, so they're sitting okay. Now let's talk about the team that I'm saying is missing the playoffs. Way back then, when they we were throwing it around, they had the greatest start since Babe Ruth and this crew at the turn of the century or whatever. The Tampa Bay Rays, who have got a measly, what, 39 quality starts. Yeah. That puts them in the bottom quarter of the league. Why? Because they wanted to start with a reliever. Then they wanted to go with the three-time guys and all that bullshit, which tells you it ain't going to make it. Because let's talk about the team that I'm saying right now is winning the World Series, not the Atlanta Braves. Okay, they've only got 45 quality starts because it took them a while to get their freaking chi going, and they're missing Freed, who I picked in my fantasy in the first round as a starter who went down in frickin'. Yeah. Now imagine if he was in the rotation because they got Strider, Elder, and the ageless Charlie Morton, and they've got 45 quality starts after that horrendous start they had. But take it one step further. Their team ERA is 382.
1: Well, they're just dominating all fasts, though the Braves. Well, we get to, we'll get to the hittings <laughs> when
0: we get down there. But I'm just saying they're coming down the track because you know what unbalances your numbers a bit? Is that if you have a horrible start you gotta like put like tracks on the seasons where you are, which makes Philadelphia Phillies, who I don't have all their numbers here, who are, are the most resilient team in baseball. Sure. But they're in the middle of pack and all of that. Because what I'm saying is, at the same time, out west, you have LA leading, and LA has only got 42 quality starts. They've got no guys that can save in the front of their rotation. They're surging though. But there, a there, there, there are is at almost four and a half, and it ain't falling. And does that win in the playoffs? I mean, they're going to bat their way to it because I'm saying this. They might. M- that Mookie bets Freddie Freeman – Combination. Who's a better combo in baseball than that right now? The couple guys in and uh, I can't. Well, remember Atlanta's got a, got a few oh, guys. Oh, I'm just gonna say Atlanta. I'm just gonna say they're the only ones that can put it up there. But the two kids in um, Rushman and the and the rookie, but he's only a rookie so far in Baltimore.
1: They've been the Baltimore bats have been. Consistent Barry, all the yeah, way. Yeah,
0: but like not spectacular, which no. isn't a
1: bad thing. It's, it's but The consistency but and, is obviously and, a good thing.
0: Exactly. And their pitching hasn't been spectacular, they, but it's been good, good coming enough. down the runs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? In any event, I just had to throw that quality start thing at you because yeah. here we are getting towards the end of the season, and guess what? The quality start is rearing its ugly head because the teams that are falling behind now is like, um, remember they'd give McClanahan, what's his name, the guy that's out on um, Tampa, Tampa Bay? Bay? Remember early in the season when they were doing all that rotation? the other day off well they could throw him in again so did they wear his arm out remember your thing about maybe they're throwing too much and the arms are falling off I don't Uh, know but
1: his innings pitched aren't that high that's what I'm thinking too so I don't know where to go I don't don't think it's that
0: because we are going to have a debate we're going to have to go there about lowering the mound and what they did all these years ago as opposed to now and all those 300 300, uh, inning guys that we're never going to see as long as again because they're going to save their arms but here is a weird thing I still think pitching is winning don't you?
1: Well, pitching's always always going to be important.
0: Oh, it's number one. But like,
1: yeah, but like the the
0: bullpens become more and more important. Let's not
1: skirt around that.
0: Well, that's why I've noticed the anomalies. I'm glad you bring up the yeah. bullpen because sometimes when I'm bragging about this quality start thing, then you still look and look at Tampa Bay's team ERA is still only 3.88. That's one of the best in the yeah. majors. That's like top five in the majors. So they're going to get there. But and what- Tampa
1: routinely has like one of the best pitching staffs.
0: Yeah, like especially on an ERA. Everybody, yes. Who's at the front of their staff now when they start? That Glasnoff guy who just came back or whatever. They got another guy. Forget uh, his name. Eflin. Yeah, Eflin. Okay, so when they, if they happen to make the playoffs, who are they going to throw out there right off the, the bat? Or is it going to be the playoffs now where you're going to buy the third playoff game? Everybody's saying, okay, bullpen day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, that might be a, a bit of a problem now with uh, McClanahan out,
0: right? Well, I mean, every team. What are the Jays going to do? Because we haven't talked about us. I think we have one of the best pitching staffs in baseball. We definitely, maybe, have the best bullpen in baseball. The problem is, it's called consistency, buddy. Yeah. That's the issue. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and mean, like we- we've said it before.
1: Bassett can be like a, a bit of a head case. He he had a real strong start lately. It's been mm, not so much. Uh. Gosman, he's generally strong. It's just you know that one in it, every six, one in every seven starts is going to be a, kind of a mess. Uh, Kikuchi, I mean, again, just crazy the way he's been going lately. You you just love it. Oh, I'm and not. And then Brios, I mean. Solid. Yeah. Solid, you know what I mean? Not spectacular. 30, but not, but he, you, he's a guy you'd like into your, like, three maybe in your playoff rotation.
0: Okay, so we're going to get away from the fact that I still thought Swanson would be the closer by playoff time. That's not going to happen. Romano's been too good. He hasn't blown enough saves. Oh, that's what I'm saying. But then with Hicks to go with him, I think we got the swing and missing at the end. But who do we set him up with now? That's what I'm saying. Are we going to define roles? Because guess what? We still have uh
1: I think Hicks would be a good seventh inning guy. I think maybe eight, maybe. You, you'd be, like him more as a setup, like a traditional setup man?
0: Probably or you know who I'd like to be the traditional setup man is that Cabrera guy. Okay. He's been pitching really, really well, but they always bring him in the fifth or sixth inning, he gets three or four batters out and he's on his way. Sometimes it's at the well, end of the That could be his role then. But but, that. but that's my my point is when this is the problem with the Toronto Blue Jays I don't think Schneider defines anything and he doesn't instill confidence so is that my leader I want taking my team into the playoffs I
1: mean isn't that just a lot of baseball too now where like it's not just like oh like uh, you're the fifth inning guy like once that comes like you don't have to worry about going to the game anymore that's very much passé.
0: It's, okay. it's, it's
1: all hands on deck now. It kind of has to be.
0: Okay, but I want – no, when I – okay, I'm I'm going to push back on that. I I want to go old school. I want to know it's Mariano Riviera, and I want to know Dave Robertson is, is the guy playing in the eighth inning. There's still something well, to be said for that. Are,
1: closers are, like, that's a little bit of a different situation, but, I mean, you have to be – So prepared. who sets
0: them up? I'm saying there's different guys on different days, different circumstances according yeah. to lineups.
1: Got you. I, Swanson and Hicks. I think
0: it's gonna work oh, out. Oh yeah, to be those, those two guys. it's gonna seven, be uh, seven, yeah. seven yeah.
1: eight, who's it gonna be, whatever, but like it's those two guys in in those innings.
0: But are we gonna forget Cabrera either? Are we gonna get him up? Because he's actually been one of our better relief pitchers and his numbers is verified. Like Ami Garcia, he's getting some time in there. Jimmy be- Garcia. Whatever his name is. Yeah, he's
1: been, uh, but
0: I think that this is this is where I contradict myself. It seems to me that Schneider goes back to him because he's trying to show him a little confidence, and then the next game he'll pick a guy out with only eight outs and take away his confidence. Or what they do with Espinal, I did not agree when he played. Did we get that guy from uh, St. Louis, De Young, De Young and, and Espinal stays on the bench? Okay, now Espinal yeah, I didn't has love been. That either. I'm saying that the what would what would cure Toronto Blue Jays personally, I would see is that if if a guy like Espinal, Muirfield, or Bijo or somebody, just play 50 games at the same spot every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just play the same spot every day, and then we'll have the final... I do going to happen
1: with this team. We know who's running the show, really, and it's not John Schneider. Let's Let's not pretend.
0: I didn't say that. I'm We're going to go there by the end of the year, by I'm the way, because that. I'm going to be ripping. Because guess what, people? There's a team called the Seattle Mariners out there. I sincerely believe Houston's going to race away, so that means Texas is not going to go anywhere because they want to stay in the hunt for the playoffs because they don't want to blow it. Seattle's surging. We still got um, uh, Tampa. Like I'd like to say, Tampa Bay is going to go get out of the way. So I'm just saying this: the Toronto Blue Jays can't miss a step. We can't have games like last night at home because one of my other credos was this. Sixty on the road, six hundred at home, and five hundred on the road. We've been horrible at the home sometimes. I mean, we did the math for that, and it didn't quite
1: add up to winning no. the division. No, well, it should be close. <laughs> it should be no, no, no. That's only eighty-nine wins. Is it? Yeah.
0: Okay, so you got to be a little bit
1: better at home,
0: and we're not.
1: And uh, I'd say even better on the road.
0: You know what uh, I mean? But we're, it, it's it's the road. Don't you think it's the uh, at home that's killed us and, and against American League. East. Well, just our
1: in play against the division has been our Achilles heel.
0: I'd say that too, but anyways, we're going to be we're, we're going to be taking um, a closer look like that before we get to Labor Day. You know what I'm saying?
1: So uh, a few more things about baseball. Okay. So uh, Tampa Bay, uh, I really just want to highlight how I was wrong. I don't think this team to make the playoffs. Thank uh, you. McClanahan being shut down for the season, possibly missing the entirety of next season two. With I Tommy feel John. bad
0: about that because I just saw the best to pitchers away. in the oh, game.
1: I, I, feel, I feel like that. You know what I'm saying? I, um, it kills me. And then the elephant in the room, the Wander Franco situation. For those of you that don't know, he has been accused of having a relationship with a 14-year-old girl in the Dominican Republic where the legal uh, – the age of consent, I should say, is 18 – uh, there's reports now of a 17-year-old saying as well that she that there's an inappropriate relationship there as well. Uh, and there's talk of people in the investigation that he
0: will not play in MLB again. Okay. that's that, that that's that's a lot to wrap up in a second here, but let's look at it. The reason we took so long to get here is because um here at the house that happens, we we don't want to make anybody guilty before they get to a court of law or whatever the case may be and he's denial and stuff like this.
1: But these are the accusations and they have to be taken seriously.
0: Well, that's why I'm going to go next level. If there is a, a hint and eventually it's going to come out and we're going to find the truth, I see no reason why this guy should ever Get a chance to play in major league baseball again what are we talking about here we're talking about a grown ass man who's making millions of dollars can go back to a country that's not necessarily third world but when you throw your money around you can get away with uh, things that maybe not everyone can get away with but when you're getting away or thinking you're getting away with something on that level i have no time of day for your sorry ass No time in the major leagues. And if he's wrong, I hope they throw the book at this guy. You know what I mean? Like, what are you thinking? You
1: know, yeah. If that is true, it's it's just disgusting. Is he in the
0: lineup now? No, right? No, he
1: he is. Uh, what do they
0: call that? Uh, leave of absence, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. He didn't travel to the team uh, San Francisco for like their weekend series. I think he's been absent from the team since then.
0: I know, and I heard he's still going to get paid. But at the end of the season, they're going to get more Altuve two because uh, you know what? It, it smells. It, you know what? Is it, is more details are coming out. It seems it's getting worse.
1: Oh, I agree. You know I what agree. I
0: mean? So, like, uh, and and I don't know. I have a granddaughter. Come on, guys. Like, this is just insane things that I just don't understand anymore. Every time it comes up, it just irritates the hell out of me. It's, you know what I mean? It stinks. It just Ugh. stinks. Ugh. Ah, You know um, what I mean?
1: Uh you want to get to the Baltimore broadcast situation? Go into that quickly? Yeah, very much so. What was your take on it? I can't believe how the guy was treated. I, I can't believe you suspended for that. I mean, that... Uh, like, was that even that harsh, what he said?
0: No, he read facts that were exactly. The, he read cold, hard facts. And it
1: wasn't like, you know, he wasn't throwing anyone under the bus didn't or anything slagged like that. Didn't the team, exactly. didn't slag the organization.
0: He said, this is what we've been done about Tampa Bay. And just what happened? They happened to win the series to break... That long yep. series that he was talking about and the man got suspended. I just wanna shout out to all the the people in the business around the country, including here in Canada, that rallied around this guy who was back to work quicker than ever. Yep. He was back to work quicker than ever. And I hope they gave him his money back for the day that he didn't get paid. I hope so too. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just ridiculous. It's just something I, I'm I'm still going. I don't get it. But oh yeah. You know, I'm glad I'm glad it's over with. You know what I mean?
1: Uh one more thing I wanna bring up. So you your classic line this season is uh, how it's going to be a track meet by All-Star Break. I think the stolen bases, I think it's going to start to go down to the mean again next year. Because you're looking at the rate that guys are caught stealing. It's not worth it.
0: Okay, so I'm going to give you Especially this. Especially
1: from the Blue Jays' perspective. Cause, uh,
0: Worst running team in baseball, we'll bring up them. Okay.
1: Because there's only two guys on the Blue Jays that are stealing bases effectively. It's Kiermaier, who hasn't been caught once. And George Springer, who's stealing at 80%, I believe.
0: Okay. So let's go back to the real factor here. And
1: he got to steal at over 70% to be
0: it it. yes, okay. Yes. So here's what happened. They did try to turn it into a track meet, but these guys realize they're too goddamn slow. So next year they're just gonna pick and choose it. Cause what's his name on Atlanta? Um he's getting he's getting he's pushing numbers that we haven't seen since the Ricky Henderson days. So if you got guys that know what they're doing, it let them go. It's just what I would am- happen is that uh, Guerrero got let go too many times. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Oh, Guerrero. Merrifield hasn't been great. In, in his no, he's stealing, got nailed that. And, and, and,
0: and I do like that we should be a running team. But, I mean, not just the base dealing, but the running gaps we've had in general have been ridiculous. Oh, terrible.
1: terrible. But, no, I,
0: I still think it's going to be a track meet. I still think it is. But what I'm going to say is going to piss me off is this, is that they're going to alter this in the playoffs, just like I told you they're going to alter the, the clock. So now they're going to change the structural game. It's not like we have a shootout or the stuff they do in the other leagues. They're structurally changing the game for the playoffs, and I don't think that's right. Like what? Like like they might alter the the, the clock, and they might be able to let you throw three times to first base now. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. what you're doing is now you're playing against different rules. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know?
1: Yeah, that uh, certainly muddies the waters a little bit. Not a fan of that. Well,
0: anyways, and speaking of rules, before I get out of here, one of the rules that we have to uh, abide by is during my fantasy football league, someone put forth a proposition that we should have trades like a future in our league. And our league is a long time, and I was g- going to agree with it. So we had a league vote, and it was just about to go through till we realized, wait a second here, that affects the trades that were in the past. So how can we have a rule... Changing about trades in the middle of the season, so I was the one that made the initial vote to go that way because I said, "Let's just get the trades on, okay?" You know. Anyways, so this is where I'm getting at about conclusion. At the end of the show, we'd always like to talk about what is right and what is wrong, and what we've done here is. Um, is there anything else you wanted to bring up?
1: Uh, well, there's a couple of the hockey things. Go ahead, things.
0: go there. Oh, yes, go ahead before I go there, uh,
1: So, first of all, uh, oh, yes. our condolences to Rodion Demiroff, the Maple Leaf prospect, uh, first round pick, 15th overall in 2020, was diagnosed with, uh, oh. a, a brain tumor, I believe, two years ago, and he, uh, just passed away, I believe it was on Sunday.
0: The deepest condolences is to him and his family. That's why I stopped, because I noticed yep. out of the corner of my eye, we would have been completely remiss if we did not say, that is so sad, a man so young that had so much promise. God bless him and his family. And yes. if there's uh, and if there, whoever it is, a higher power out there, one day you're going to explain to me why this happens.
1: And I thought it was a classy move by Kyle Dubas and the Pittsburgh Penguins to also send out their uh, note of uh, remorse.
0: Because he was involved in drafting him,
1: he did draft him. That's what fact. I'm saying. Um, Class move. Yeah, it's just just sad overall. I mean, yeah. yep. Such a, it, it, I don't know. It Too much sadness bad. in this
0: world today. Twenty-one years
1: old. Oh, 21. killing me. I can't imagine. Killing me.
0: God bless his mom and dad.
1: Yeah, just a uh, terrible news. Um, I know you want to bring up McDavid's agent.
0: Okay, this is what I usually open the show with. And so what I'm saying is that sometimes there's things that happen in sports that I just shake my head at. And I want to know, I want to, we know why. But they're going to probably give us some sanctimonious freaking whatever to justify their idiocy, as I like to say. How did this guy, Jeff Jackson, the agent of Connor McDavid, now become the CFO of the whole, CEO of the whole goddamn team? I
1: don't know how that's allowed. The NHL has a bunch of rules like this. Like, how are the Leafs able to hire Brendan Purdy, the man who wrote the salary cap? How is that <laughs> yeah. allowed? Okay, NHL, okay. this is
0: why you're a donkey league. You're not a real <laughs> league. Come on, Cruz. <laughs> oh, you oh. see, it's the NBA. The NHL oh, sucks. Oh yeah. Okay, it might be. You got some points here. That's okay. Add that up. That's why we could. I couldn't let it go by i couldn't let it go by so what is he telling we a mom and pop store we just turn the other way i don't no, know i don't think it's a good look personally i don't either one of those was never a good look you know what i mean no, and um no. who else was one of the other guys that bob Stock's coach got in the door doing some stuff in the nhl lately hasn't he i heard he's getting a back door jump in because of his connection to something Babcock's guy bob bob Stock's son
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, wow, that's whatever. That's uh, that's always been a thing, mm. <laughs> nepotism.
0: <laughs> I guess you could call it that. But in any event, some of these things that go on in the NHL are quite sketchy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Either uh, either way you look at it, you're just going to say, "Really, is that how we how we do things in here?" Um, I, I I do want to uh, shout out because we do keep tabs on the Habs that the New York Rangers are having a little bit of a discussion with one of their. Unrestricted oh. free agencies. So if he restricted not, free agent, restricted free agent, yes, yeah. and uh, you can't have trades. We talked about this off. So Montreal's door is open. We haven't even mentioned his name yet. You know what I mean? Because you're going. It's never going to happen. It's so it happen. happened, not um,
1: I don't think New York's going to trade left for an year. No. I'd be
0: shocked. No, I wouldn't either. But I'm just saying the the door is wide open, and we want to say. And I should
1: say there's really four big restricted free agents that still don't have exactly. a contract yeah. going into training camp. So Evan Bouchard and Edmonton, I'd say, is the biggest one. 40 points two years in a row now. Had a massive playoff run. I believe he had 17 points in 12 games or something. Yeah. Absolutely yep. exploded. Uh, and then Anaheim's got a pair of restricted free agents Trevor Zegras and uh, Jamie Drysdale. Okay. Can, can you,
0: do uh, you, do you think it's like, it, it's weird because I think that they, uh, If I could say this for six, say something like this: Is that sometimes I think wish the running backs' contracts were a little bit shorter because these guys that get them in the NHL they play maybe another year in junior, then they come up and they play, then they make the team, and then they got to decide what kind of contract they've given them. So sometimes you're not ready, you're not that guy yet. You know what I mean? Is that why these guys... And yeah. So sometimes they overpay guys, so now now, now that these guys are getting one spit and twice shy, because you notice every year, more and more of these unrestricted mm-hmm. free agents, they take longer to sign them, or to get them to get their name on the paper, yeah. takes a little bit longer. I
1: mean, I think the Anaheim guys probably figure it out before the season, or at least some like early into training camp, you would hope. Uh, Because Zegras, it's been two years in a row, he's put up 60 points. Drysdale, it's a little bit of a different situation. He had a rookie season of, like, 30 points. His plus-minus wasn't so good, but a young defenseman on a bad team, that's usually the way it goes. Um, Last year, though, he was only in a limited amount of games, which I think is making the negotiations tricky. I think he got into eight games or something like that. Not a lot. Um... Bouchard, I think he's kind of like, oh, I scored forty twice, at that big playoff run. I'm ready for sixty points. Edmundson's probably like, we don't see it that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, that
1: that that one, I that one could potentially leak into the season.
0: I'm at, I think there'll be a, there's another guy that we're missing, but I oh, for, for, can't think of what it is right now. But um, I think there's going to be a few of the guys like that, and I think it's interesting because. Is, is there anything else that you got that you before we go, before we get near the end of the show? Well,
1: I just want to quickly say the Jeff Petrie got flipped. I was gonna say
0: bye bye, hello, goodbye. <laughs> hello you, goodbye. You beat me to it. Going
1: to where his daddy played baseball, which was probably pretty cool.
0: <laughs> and won a World Series in eighty four yep. with Jack Morris. And I remember uh, those are
1: glory days. So we're in mid August and this Hockey Canada report has not been released yet. And I'm I'm a little shocked.
0: Oh. Well, you're right. I'm glad you brought that up. You know why? They're covering up everything and anything and everything. No, can. but this
1: that, I thought this would be like would have been the perfect time.
0: Oh, because so it's when, slow when are news time.
1: Were they waiting for training camp when, like, all the hockey media is around again? It could be like a big deal. I thought it was going to be like a midsummer news dump.
0: I'm thinking it's the opposite. They're going to wait till everything's doing 90 miles an hour so they can throw it out there. So you hope they're distracted by the hockey. I I, I think it's
1: going to have the adverse effect. Because really? you're gonna have all the hockey people, and that's like they won't be able to shut up, especially the
0: media up here at Cruz. I agree. This is I a agree. huge story. This is our government money. I'm I And mean, what are we talking about? when We were talking people about people are pissed. All the, I'm saying that's what I'm talking about when we were talking about the uh, women's uh, Olympic team. Anytime it comes to our money, I'm I'm on board with you there. How this is gonna go? But I'm smelling a rat. It should have been out by now. What more do they got to, to research? What more do they got to do?
1: Oh, the, the report's been done. It's okay. been done for months. Okay, so <laughs> now, that's what I'm
0: saying. So, when are you going to release it? I think that there would be too much time on their hands right now. So, maybe the, I don't know. Your point is valid, but I'm saying at the same time, nah, man, I, I, they should have been out by now. I see, I, 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 I smell some kind of like, what are they going to do? Doctor it up? They're going to try to hide something? I don't
1: know. Uh, it should be out any day now that that'd be my thought
0: should have been out already here at the house that happens we're gonna do an yeah, investigation but that, but Gary a scumbag so he's definitely definitely um yeah he's kind he's of something yes it is okay in any event did i do did i i did mention that jamal murray has left team canada hasn't I? you have not oh i'm not I'm wondering if that's going to have an adverse effect on our team because this is maybe the wow. strongest team that we have. We open up against Spain, and if we do play in the Olympics next year, Murray's going to play. Now, I'm going to give him this because he had that bad knee injury, and he played very late, and they won the championship, of yep. course. It went out, and I think the team said to him, this is too much stress. However, I agree. We- we got Shea, we got RJ, we got Dylan Brooks. We got a good squad out there, and their motto should be to play defense. So the house that happened would be we miss again if we didn't say. The game's start in a few days. Good luck.
1: Exactly. Good shout luck out. at the
0: Worlds, man. Shout out to our team.
1: And shout out to uh, a Canadian treasure, Tennis player, Milos Raonic.
0: A hundred percent. Glad to see him on the court. I don't think we'll be seeing him on there much more, but he got to the third round. Good for him. You know what I mean? He went out with a, a flash. I don't think that uh, I think he's outside interest. I heard he's getting married. Yeah. But Milos, yep. it was nice to see you. Thanks for the run. We appreciate you.
1: Yeah. He gave us a lot of great memories. Had yes? like one of the meanest serves on uh, the, in the ATP tour was ranked as high as number three, I believe.
0: If, if Milos just had a little bit of funk to his game. Because the guy could a little date. too nice Yeah A little He needed a little In that footwork Was yeah. ever I mean he had the juice Like that's no doubt about it But Like uh, I said that's We'll serve. miss him We'll miss him We'll miss him
1: We'll, we'll definitely
0: miss him that's that's for damn sure. God bless him on his way out. But as we go, we're getting towards the end here because we're getting a little bit rambly. Is one of the things I want to say, but I'm really glad we did the shout out to the poor young man that we're going to miss. I, I, if we had have forgotten that, I would have just jumped out of my oh, chair. Oh, I wasn't forgetting that as a thank Leaf you, fan, believe thank me. Thank you. Thank you very much. But anyways, we've decided as we're going to end the show that the, the the word of the day that we said earlier was called contractitis and what contract that is to me is where do you get the loyalty involved when you do sign a contract which i briefly alluded to was the fact that in my league we did something in the middle of a season that would break a contract in our constitution that says you should start from the beginning don't do tr- through tr- tr- the mid the reason that i'm bringing up is you look around the league is that every time that we turn around what do we get during the season we always get distracted by what contracts you know what i'm saying then it becomes agent then we get the james harden idiocy then you get one year ezekiel elliott's the greatest thing sliced bread the next thing you know the guy's getting cut then you get a guy like on the dallas cowboys he was supposed to be the greatest o lineman he signed the contract three years ago a couple guys got more and he said i got contractitis i want more isn't that how it's starting to work? Well, you how think is
1: contract a- is silly in those sports. So what about Formula One, where guys are already thinking about next season? Okay, well in, that's in the all. Of
0: their season. Okay, but that though that's okay. That's that's one. Everything that happens in sports, and then there's Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get it. You've taught me well. Then there's that there. And, I, that, and then you got to add the politics, the money, the grandeur, the sponsorship, whatever. But I'm just talking about every day. And let's take it down to what's the last thing that we were talking about. Why haven't we heard the report? Because the contracts that were signed for whatever reason, money didn't get to where it was supposed to go. And some of those people that signed contracts that are no longer working for Canada are going to get away and we're never going to see them again. Mm-hmm. So here at the House that Happens, if we could do anything, we're going to try to do one show where we never have to bring up contracts. We just bring up the competitive spirit of the games that we love to watch. Correct?
1: Maybe in uh, about a thousand years. We'll see.
0: (laughs) And and when we start talking about gambling, too. You know what I mean? Oh, because we've
1: never talked about that once on this show, have we?
0: Well, well, we're just going to end it. I'm gambling on the fact that people are talking about the five hectares that are just up the road in Etobicoke, and it's going to be the site of the NFL stadium for the new Toronto Argonauts in the NFL. Uh, They're
1: not going to be named the Argos, but you should definitely listen to that episode about uh, whether or not an NFL team is going to come to Toronto.
0: I want to shout out to uh, uh, Mr. Kevin Pick, the leader of commissioner of our team, for listening to The House That Happens. And I know you guys on the chat said, y'all listening now and again, BOH, thanks for doing it. We appreciate it immensely so that you'll know that, hey, hey, we're trying to be as fair as we can be at The House That Happens, correct? That is
1: 100% correct.
0: Glad you had a great trip to Mexico. I'm about to take my ass up to Gravenhurst for decompression. I'm going to be talking to just the trees. I'm going to give humans a break, buddy. Yeah,
1: and I should say we're recording on a Thursday night, even though you're getting this at regular time.
0: Yes, it is. And I want to say that I that was very cool that you got the show off. You planned it from Mexico and things went down just the way that we planned.
1: Oh, just the way you know it, it would.
0: Glad you got back safe and sound. It was all good.
1: I'm glad I'm alive, too. (laughs) And we're going to get out of here
0: right now. And once again, we'd like to say thanks for listening. We appreciate it immensely. My name is Cruz. And I'm Andrew Milani. And remember, at The House That Happens, we do one thing, and that is we keep keep the the vibe alive. alive.
1: You can find The House That Happens on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Samsung, Podchaser, Boomplay, YouTube, and SoundCloud. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at TheHouseThatHappens. And follow us on Twitter at House Happens. You can also shoot us an email at TheHouseThatHappens at gmail.com.